Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello. We didn't see you there. <laughs> Come on in. May we know you better, man. Uh, very good. This is uh, the Sorry Not In Service Christmas special. Jing, jing, jong, jong, jing, jong, jong. And, um, <laughs> and uh, it was recorded on Friday the 27th of December uh, 2013. Post-Christmas. And um, it sounds a little bit like this. this. Like, like this intro. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, it sounds almost exactly like this intro, um, but occasionally uh, interrupted by music. Yeah. Drawing a little picture for um, you listeners at home, I've just realised, I think I pull the same face as well, that when we're recording this intro, we both pull expressions that you normally would when apologising to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) A slightly mournful look there, yeah. As such. Sorry. Not in service. You there, boy! Who? Me? Yes, you! What day is this? Why? Just, just tell me! If you'd let me finish, why today is the 27th of December? Really? So, so it's not Christmas then? No, as I said, it's the 27th of December! Oh. Right. So it looks like the spirits have screwed me over again then. They can do anything, you know, and yet they still do all they can to razz me off. Is there anything good about the 27th of December? Well, it's the Sorry Not In Service Christmas special. And is that better than Christmas? No, not really. Right. Okay, well, balls to it then. Christmas is a fun time. It is a fun time every December. It is also a joy month. I like this holiday a lot. Merry Christmas! Ding dong merrily on the radio. In Wibby we are talking talking and singing. Ding, Ding dong, dong merrily on, on the radio. radio. Radio waves. William near Bathilton, we, we are near broadcasting. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome Jewish to the Jewish Shut up. No Tis not the season. Tis the season. Tis not the season. Why, fair squire, tis barely gone Christmas. Oh, I'm so close to dropping the F-bomb already. <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair bomb. Um, ladies and gentlemen, fair welcome along convention. to the uh, the Christmas special of Sorry Not In Service, uh, coming to you live from the, uh, the, the perineum of the Christmas period, of the festive period. <laughs> the perineum of the... Yep. Yeah. Right slap bang in the centre between Christmas and New Year. Yep. 27th of December. Yeah. Live, yeah. dribbling down the filtrum of the calendar. <laughs> So we hope you're well. We hope you've had a, a wonderful Christmas already. Hey, what and, did you uh, get? Keep it to yourself. Yeah, we're, we're really not interested. Uh, the next song uh, on this uh, Christmas Odyssey is uh, "Just Like Christmas" by Ingo Starr, which is Cruiser. What? This isn't. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 It's a pleasure to be back with you, listeners. Oh, uh, did you have a fun little four minutes there? That was a, that was a, a song regarding the Christmas period, and of course, that's what we are going to be regarding <laughs> for the next two hours. Isn't it just? I can't believe you start on that kind of a tangent. 
sorry, that's the tangent Massive I'm going on. tangent. <laughs> um, William, what um, are we doing tonight, Simon? What are we doing? Well, we got lined up there. Uh, Magic uh, man, uh, tell me what these lined up. If you shut up for a minute, I might be able to tell you what's lined up. With slide, rule and pencil, <laughs> no, guide me hither throughout the evening. <laughs> throughout? It's pronounced trout. And um, <laughs> listeners, we have all sorts going on. We're going to recreate the, 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 the traditional Christmas day here in the studio. We're going to have a, a, a slap-up roast dinner, uh, although, as Barry will attest, you're not allowed food in the studio. So we're going to um, print off a, a picture of a roast dinner and salivate over that. <laughs> we're going to have crackers. We're going to exchange <laughs> literal gifts. And um, yep. we are then going to fall asleep and wake up in an awful mood. Yes, um, and uh, and be startled by the Queen. Have a terrible, terrible fight. <laughs> so um, <laughs> say a couple of very arrogant things, and uh, actually price up the value of the contributions we've made to judge who is the best. So that's all, all to look forward to in the next uh, next hour and three quarters. But listeners, we want to hear from you as well, and uh, tell us yeah. how well. Yeah. Kind of have to. Uh, we uh, we want to find out how your Christmas was. Whether yep. you had a lovely time. Whether there were any spectacular gifts or or or, 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 or errors of judgment made. In fact, per- it would be perfect if listeners had made some terrible errors of judgment. But enormous their gifts errors of judgment. Really yeah. bad ones that have left a stink around the festive season. We'd like yeah. to hear about those. I invited a turkey to dinner, <laughs> and we're serving a turkey. And I asked it to vote for which holiday period was its favourite. <laughs> Yeah, inexplicably it voted for Christmas, but it's lived a sheltered life. What a turkey idiot. Um, (laughs) This is uh, Alan Parsons in a winter wonderland, no less. (laughs) Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the studio, the lights are glistening. Please email in with any uh, any uh, tell us tell us how your Christmas was, uh, and you can send your email to studio at tenradio.org. Don't forget to uh, contain within your email what you actually want to say. Well, how was yours? It started. Um, I suppose technically it started at midnight, the day of Christmas. Yes, it's all right. I didn't get much sleep. A bit tired. Very confusing day. I drank an awful lot of uh, prosecco before breakfast. Sash didn't have any breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> So you drank an awful lot before breakfast on Boxing Day. Well, before when bro- breakfast, breakfast, <laughs> breakfast on breakfast. <laughs> before breakfast was should have been there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, well, that, that's and good. Some absolute pillock left his goats on the roof, and we had a burglary. Did you? Yeah, jolly good. Knifed him. So, listeners, <laughs> if you have any exciting stories um, that uh, are, are of an equal or better level than than that, then please do get in contact. William, did you receive any any particularly enjoyable gifts that you might be wearing right now? Enjoyable gifts, you say? Tell them about the amazing presents I bought you that you're wearing. Ah! That is, of course, the sound of the Jurassic Park theme tune, and I am wearing a T-shirt with the InGen logo on it. And InGen were? InGen were the company that made Jurassic Park. Fantastic. The park, not the film. So that's uh, that's one thing, and uh, your other thing that you're sporting there, William, yeah, that, just uh, above that the Carla and I got you, just above the last apex of the uh, N, yes, is a badge which says on it, Team Darcy, 
and it's got a little picture of Mr. Darcy there. So William is now a fully fledged member of Team Darcy. And Team we Darcy. Taking a little photograph of that and popping it on the internet shortly. It's uh, the quickest way up and the shortest way across. <laughs> this is uh, this is Santa Claus by. Is um, yes, it, uh, well, no, uh, no. This is Simon speaking. Uh, this is sorry, not on service. Christmas <laughs> I special. I killed you. <laughs> this is uh, this is Santa Claus by the Sonics. You Do enjoy forthwith. Simon, yes. Simon, how was your how was your Christmas? It was spectacular, thank you, William. I shared it with you, and I watched you getting drunk from dusk till dawn. And <laughs> yes, you it did. Was, didn't it you? was spectacular, um, and uh, no, I, I had a lovely time with uh, with with the family. Ah, yes. And uh, received some. Uh, it's not about the gifts, but uh, received it's some. It's really about the gifts. It's it's it's. Uh, I received some wonderful gifts, and and actually, I'm, it must be said. It must be said. Some of them were from you. Yeah, some of the gifts were from me. And um, one of them in particular stands out, and it's something we're going to be talking about later in the show. It's a book. And uh, bear in mind that I'm someone that's read six books in six years. Oh, yes. 100% record. Um, <laughs> it's, um, William bought me a book, and it's called, um, it's called The Quantock Horde. And there's a very important D on the end there. And it's by John M. Barrett, and he's a local chap. And um, it's quite spectacular for reasons that we're going to go into later we're going to be reading um, from the Quantock Horde Extracts live thereof on the, on the air so that's something to yep. look forward to believe you me so stay tuned for that um, other than that you know uh, pennies love of coal slap in the face uh, Christmas time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes certainly athlete's foot so, um, so, there, so there we go. Uh, I, I'm going to go straight. Uh, uh, we, I know we're playing a lot of what, songs, what? but, but you know, it's the soundtrack to your, 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 your Christmas. Christmas. What? What? And uh, we're, we're, they we're can't rapidly... see the groovy actions that we're doing. <laughs> well, let's try and recreate them for, like, you know, verbal. For like verbal. <laughs> so just trying to picture that. So uh, this is Bell and Sebastian with um, I Took Some Time for Christmas and uh, <laughs> Good Evening Dr. Colin. Well done, Bell and Sebastian. Oh, oh, oh was, excellent uh, work there at Christmas the, uh, time. The, um, the um, what's the phrase? The um, oh, Bell of the Ball. No. Dust the, the Town. Uh, no. The, the, um, the um, no, the Bell and Sebastian no, band. The, um, no, the, no, the, um, no, the, um, no, the living daylights. No, the, uh, oh, the, um, top of the season, top of the, oh, cheer of the season. Yes, the cheer of the season. The cheer to you, of the Bell season. And Sebastian. Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a, a feature now, a special oh, festive version of a regular feature. Oh, get you that our our listeners. Adore, mm, don't they? Just uh, we're going to be doing the stocking size challenge. <gasps> the stocking size challenge, Simon. Simon, how does the stocking size challenge um, compare with the uh, listener favourite shoe size challenge? It's uh, well, it, I mean, it's essentially it's it's very similar. In quality, oh, in quality, yes. Oh, it far surpasses it. Why don't we do this instead of the shoe size challenge? Well, we are, but no. In, I mean, in this instance, we're doing because it's special. Because it's Christmas, everything's more exciting and bigger and more brash. So, um, <laughs> more brash. Yeah. So this is the uh, stocking size challenge. So, listeners, uh, if you know the format of the uh, the feature, then you'll be um, well aware of what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, how big's yours? Uh, about this big. Right. Mine's this big. Well, you win. 
Excellent. Stocking Simon size challenge for the first time. Uh, so that's Wait. that's In the special exhibition version of the uh, shoe oh, size here's challenge. something. So that's all Christmas good then. <laughs> yep. Special Christmas style um, uh, words? catchphrase. 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 Me, Simon, on radio. Say what you say. So there we go. <laughs> The Christmas tree's on fire It's burning down the house Burning all the hell And it's taking me with it Honk, 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 fire, 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 burning, 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 Christmas time is here, Christmas time is here, burn a tree, Christmas time. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing something exciting now. Something a little bit more serious. We are going to be yanking some crackers. and Pulling some crackers, hey? It's wonderful radio. I like we're like we're um, uh, uh, rakish lads around the Christmas table. Give it, give me that. Give me it. Right. So live crackers, live crackers. Um, okay. Okay. That's the cracky strip. I've okay. got the cracky strip. Ready. That's a good point. Technique, Simon. I am ready. Yes. But uh, listeners at home, uh, or wherever you are, I'm not. I'm not prejudiced. I'm like some people in this room. Hello. Uh, when you when you pull a Christmas cracker, do you make sure you've got a thumb? Just on the... Uh, I make sure I've got a thumb before I do anything. Really. The electric tab? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's very offensive, Simon. Some people don't have thumbs. On the electric tab, so that uh, the uh, Christmas uh, cracker explodes. Do you make sure you do that? Yes. No, I, just, uh, I, I, I didn't start doing that until like five years ago. <laughs> oh, <it> didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's okay. I'll just start a small fire. All right, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Ready? danger. Hey! Yay! So um, there we go, and we've got another cracker here, Will, because it is um, the 21st century. Okay. And uh, so have another go. Oh, hey! I won. I won. I won. Yeah, you did. You won both of those. Right. So uh, listen, you just one be off you. hearing us popping a hat on. Uh, Russell, Russell. Right. And and you 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 will be able to hear that I put the hat on my head. My hat is uh, is glued together. There are no prizes in these crackers, I notice. Where did you get these crackers from? Uh, from Mum. Has Mum been going through the crackers and stealing all the toys again? She does do that every <laughs> she now. She will then. do that. Well, uh, the problem is that she's a big fan of those magic card sets you get, which you can use to <laughs> cheat at poker with. <laughs> um, she's just Mum, kind if, of you, a poker if you're cheat. listening, uh, we want our. Pa-pa-pa-poker cheat, pa-pa-poker cheat, that's what mum is, pa-pa-pa-poker cheat. Uh, that's a Lady Gaga reference there. My word. William, play a song, I need to... Pa-pa-pa-poker cheat. Pa-pa-pa-poker cheat, that's what a mum is. This is not the place for pop culture references. <laughs> this is 10 Radio. <laughs> Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's yep. time for us to read some um, read some Christmas cracker jokes out. So, um, yep. we will be doing that 
We'll be doing that uh, right now. So, uh, Simon, uh, you go. You go first. <laughs> what what joke did you get? What does an angry kangaroo do? Uh, I, I don't know. He's a he gets hopping mad. <laughs> hopping mad because a kangaroo hops. William, uh, uh, which is the faster, hot or cold? I uh, haven't the foggiest. Hot. Because you can catch cold. All right. Um, William, what do you get when you cross a snowman and a shark? Um, oh, something pretty, something pretty dreadful, but fun, I imagine. Frostbite. Frostbite. <laughs> Sharks bite snow, snowmen are made of frost and ice. Um, uh, why did the mechanic sleep under the car? <laughs> I don't know. He wanted to get up oily in the morning. <laughs> Uh, William, what do you call a man with a paper bag on his head? <laughs> a, a, a fool or a really fun fellow. Uh, you, you, you'd call him Russell. <laughs> Russell bag. The bag Russell. Uh, how does Jack Frost get to work? I haven't got to... <laughs> by, uh, by icicles. <laughs> by, bicycles. Bicycles. Uh, William, what did the sea say to the sand? Oh, yes. <laughs> nothing. What? It just waved. <laughs> what? what do you call a man with a spade on his head? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <The> Doug. <laughs> Doug. Uh, well, what, what do you call two robbers? <laughs> uh, two robbers? Yes, two robbers. Um, I don't know what uh, do you call. What do you, you would call, call two robbers? A two pair of a pair of knickers. <laughs> well, have you, uh, oh, what a jolly time of year this is. As a song, a song Still, um, we're, we're finished. What, William, what, what was that? That was Everything's Going to Be Called This Christmas by the Eels Band. And jolly exciting it was too. And Wasn't uh, it just? Hope you enjoyed our Christmas jokes as well. We, we, we sure did. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be reading now from uh, yes. uh, our first yes. extract from The Quantock Whore uh, by John M. Barrett, uh, which is a Christmas present that William gave me this year. Uh, it's an extraordinary work. Um, I mean... The reason I like it so much is because um, it's littered with spelling mistakes. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> There's often sort of at least two spaces where there would normally be one between a word. Yeah, double spacing, um, they call it. And it's Type kind setting. of... Or triple spacing. And it, it's... Everything is so... There's so many extraneous details in every section that I've read. It's, it's kind of like it's written from the perspective of 
a jar of honey as opposed to a human, <laughs> and the jar of honey doesn't really understand the human world. So it needs to say things like, uh, he opened the door which was attached via hinges <laughs> to a frame. Oh, Simon, would you care to uh, read uh, the, synop- uh, the synopsis so people can get an idea of the overview of the... Uh the tome. Right, okay. Well, it, it says that it's a thriller of suspense and psychic phenomena. Certainly is. And it's a new concept in thriller story writing. Yes. So, um, so that's so I mean, it's I a new concept. I, I can attest to that. Yep. Uh, there's a, uh, this is the, uh, the, the back page uh, highlights. Yep. Uh, there is a legend going back to the early 1800s of hoard of treasure. <laughs> of hoard of treasure? Yeah, just, just, yep. It actually says that on the back page. Yep. <laughs> there is a legend going back to the early 1800s of hoard of treasure. <laughs> Which has been buried in the Contoc Hills, situated in the <laughs> situated in the Vale of Taunton Dean, a short distance from the county town of Taunton. Sometime in the Don't early eighteen hundreds, <laughs> a priest and his manservant were supposed to have discovered the whereabouts of a site and the entrance to it, which, by folklore, they had done so by digging down <laughs> into the ground and found the iron doors, which was said <laughs> to lead to it. Gotta love an iron door. <laughs> As they were trying to open them, there was, supposedly coming from below them, horrific cries and a terrible feeling of evil. I mean, that's just the first paragraph of the synopsis. It's a remarkable one. I think before we continue lampooning this book, um, we we should just point out that if John M. Barrett is a... A friend of Ten Radios, or a major, <laughs> a major financier of the station, then um, we're talking about a different John M. Barrett. Yeah. And he's plagiarising you. Yeah, get um, him. So, get uh, him, Johnny B. <laughs> William, um, pick a number. From, oh, by the way, this isn't like a pamphlet-sized book. By just like a, just, this is quite a mighty tome, hefty, hefty book in quite a small font as well. But it's you a need tiny that font. If you're going to suddenly spin off into talking <laughs> about how lovely a pub is. <laughs> It's uh, it's 281 pages long, and it is a small font, and the words do pretty much go down into the spine of the book. <laughs> I'll take some photos in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, William, pick pick a page. Uh, as I say, 83, uh, my birthday. No, it's mine. And um, well, uh, a, a, par- a paragraph. I mean, there aren't many paragraphs in this book, <laughs> um, but <laughs> conventional ones anyway. I mean, it is a new concept in writing. William, um, pick, pick a paragraph. Two. Two, OK. My birthday. Um... Right, okay, so I think we've got some extraneous details here. Right. Okay. She had been inside the church the evening before when she saw the car was still in the car park, using the spare key to the church they kept at home. Has she been notified of his death yet? No, we have only received the reports ten minutes ago and I just happened to be in the communications room when they came through and brought them straight here. The other one, what do we know of him? He's not a lot, there's not a lot really. He was 43, a black West Indian, unmarried, named Leon. Missing was... F- mi- missing the, the was... F- missing was filed by his brother. The, that's missing a chunk of sentence there. <laughs> and was only done after he had not been seen for over a week and it was only done then when another church member had chanced to see him after he had returned from holiday a little over a week before. <laughs> It was only when the friend had spoken to the brother and had inquired if his brother had enjoyed his holiday in the West Indies he had found out he had returned. The brother was a little concerned when going around to his brother's house a few times and not being able to see him there were there or contacting him by telephone. Then just to, I mean it goes on and on. That is not right. a full stop in that. I've got to raise a question, Simon, yes. right? Can you just by looking at the paragraph around, there was mention of a communication room. Are these people police officers or likewise in some kind of significant career where they should be. Oh, wow. What are they? The first, well, the first words in chapter 14 start, uh, 
D.I. Loveridge <laughs> sat looking out of the office window, totally confused. <laughs> Someone's been reading John M. Barrett's previous works. <laughs> on his desk were the reports of the two bodies found on the outskirts of Bridgewater. Plus the one found by the two... By the two? <laughs> found by the two detectorists at Stoke Croft Woods. <laughs> detectorist isn't a word. Detectorists? Third line down, first word. Detectorist. <laughs> there was nothing that made sense about any of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that should have been on the synopsis of uh, the uh, the Quantock Hall. Duh. Um, by uh, John M. Barrett. And um, listeners, we'll be returning to uh, the Quantock Hall later on. I mean, it's a punctuation nightmare. I'll take some photographs. Uh, it's an extraordinary work. And uh, William, thank you very much for the present. <laughs> There had been aspects of wounds inflicted on the body the pathologist could not explain by conventional means. <laughs> Only by unconventional means. <laughs> the pathologists have sent another mind meld again. <laughs> oh, oh, that's absolutely first class. Uh, here's Little Drummer Boy by the Dandy Warhols. Certainly. And uh, it's got a little bit of intro because it's by the Dandy Warhols. Just filling out the song. Yep. Yeah, it's working now. Hey guys, we want three minutes of music. Hey guys, 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 guys! We asked you to email in, and you. Well, what would it? What would it? What what what? Do not adjust your sets. This is literally what's being broadcast. So, I'm disappointed that you are celebrating Christmas instead of, as true sons of Somerset. You should be keeping faith with Trescothic Tide. And who's that from? That's from SCC. Which I think stands for Somerset Simon, Cricket Club. Carla. Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> no, Your marriage uh, is a sham. Somerset Cricket Club, I think that's probably from. Simon, Carla, Tres Carlos. Trescothic Tide. Trescothic Tide. Next message, William. Next message. <laughs> Forthwith. <laughs> Post haste. Email haste. Yep. I've never played poker. Hmm. Who's this from? Mummix. Mummix. Okay. Mummix. Mummix says, I've never played poker, but I do have a hotline to Father Christmas, so you may have a very sparse Christmas next time, boys. Why is... From Mummix. What do we do to upset Mummix? We didn't do anything to upset Mummix, just accused her of breaking into all the crackers and stealing Well, it just seems a little bit strange that she gave me these crackers and there's now inside. Oh, there's now inside? Also, from Anonymous, don't forget the car magnets. Can't argue with that. Nope. <laughs> Don't forget the car magnet, though. And it's a lesson we can all learn from. Obviously, at this time of the year, we're having a lot of fun, and um, it's very easy to forget the car magnet. Alan is a car magnet. Magnate. Sorry, Alan is a car magnate. Yes. So, have you forgotten the car magnate? Yes, I have. Bully for you. You alright? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my! I'm full of Christmas cheer. Clearly, and you're ladies, half cut again, ladies and gentlemen. I've just had a severe breakdown in radio ability. I think it's because I was leaning a little bit too close to the black circle of the pop shield, so I couldn't really see anything. Oh, Icarus, don't fly so close to the black circle of the pop shield. <laughs> Play your, play your song. I'm going to play my song. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a little bit of Christmas metal. And uh, those of you who are familiar with King Diamond have basically heard this song before because all of his songs are the same. Here's King Diamond with no presents for Christmas for you. King Diamond. King Diamond. <laughs> this is jaunty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that was yeah. a... Uh, what have you done? <laughs> I've trapped my um, headphones Simon in my chair. Simon can't sit up. Just take your headphones off, you pillock. No, I'm live. That would be unprofessional. I'm just going to try and unhook the headphones so from my chair. what you're doing is just going mano a mano with a wire and some wheels. And I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm free. Don't worry, your vengeance. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to see pictures of William's uh, top half, Hello. Then, um, <laughs> then go to Facebook. I've just been put up there. William, I'd like to talk to you about a, uh, a Christmas tradition that's um, sweeping... Austria and Germany. Really? An old-fashioned Christmas, um, the word I said, uh, what did I say? Uh, fashion? Fashion. Trend. Uh, whatever. Um, Happenstance. It's, um, it's, it's, it's... Marry-go-wheel. Krampus. 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 Who is Krampus? He's the evil Santa. And I would just... Um, seriously? Just, yeah, seriously, yeah. Um, he's, um, he's... Krampus. Krampus is Krampus. half goat, half demon. Half goat? <laughs> uh, he's from Germany. <laughs> All swine. And he's an ancient goat demon. <laughs> he's an ancient goat demon. Okay. Uh, modern goat demons. Oh, they just don't last modern goat demons. Anyway, okay. This is <laughs> this is the report that I read in, in the paper. Okay. Um, <laughs> every Yuletide... Oh, he's not real, by the way. I was going <laughs> to report in the paper. Well, it's a report about Krampus. Krampus. Okay. Actually, I'm going to show you a picture of Krampus. I'd like you to, to sort of describe him for the listeners. There he is. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Well, Krampus. Krampus is, um, he's a wide-eyed fellow. He's got a very large pupils. They're almost, there's black. There's no iris there. He's got four horns and big pointy elf-style ears, quite long flowing hair and a beard. Um, his nose has a bump quite large in the middle. He's got very thick eyebrows. Grumples. Anything else there, Will? Teeth? Yeah. Big teeth? That's it? What, the horns? <laughs> yeah. I mentioned the horns, did you? I think I did. Four horns! <laughs> um, he's, um... Two of them are like an ibex, and the other is uh, more like an antelope. Apparently, Krampus is a traditional part of Germany's Christmas celebrations. Krampus! Accompanying St Nicholas on his feast day rounds on the eve of 6th of December, known as Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht. So, um, so there you go. And uh, it, it says here that um, Krampus appears armed with a rusty chain to, <laughs> to beat naughty children. Trildren? Children. Trildren. And not only does he turn up with his rusty chain, he also brings a sack to cart the naughty children off to the underworld. Krampus. <laughs> so, um, listeners, I mean, it's a bit late to warn you now, but um, next year, just look out for Krampus. Great Googleheim, Moogleheim. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'd like you to, uh, to, to play a song. Now, um, by uh, Das Wunderlust. Oh, das Wunderlust. Uh, it's called uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Get You. Aww. 
Krampus there. Krampus. Krampus. He was uh, out and about on Krampus Nacht. Fuist Krampus. Uh, we're going to um, we're, we're going to do something uh, uh, jolly exciting now. We're going to uh, be giving each other. Christmas gifts live on air. Oh, yes. <laughs> now mine's beautifully wrapped in you had to call that sort of gold, uh, sort of uh, crepe lame. <laughs> and uh, yes. I've, I've written a note there. Will it says uh, arrogant prince? It nearly says that. Um, <laughs> and uh, William, what, what's what's my present wrapped uh, in? I, I have wrapped up Simon's present in the work shirt that I got out of to broadcast <laughs> this show. The, the work shirt that you've been wearing for how long was your shift today? Uh, it was eight hours, and this is the third day. <laughs> Lovely. The three-day so, um, rule. <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to get what first? Well, who's going to get their gift first? All right. <laughs> I don't want to give it away. <laughs> All right, okay. Tell, tell you what, should we do one now and then one after the next song? Okay, I right, agree okay. with that. I will give you... Ha- ha- Merry Christmas, Will. Merry Christmas to me. So uh, I'll just uh, commentate as William opens just, the present. Yeah. He's just um, rubbing it up against the popping shield there. Yeah. No, the no popping reason. shield. So um, he's, he's, he's gone in the in. traditional route, and he's he's taking apart the, the wrapping paper at the sides with the uh, with the cellar tape. I How do you open seat. yours? And um, just had an email in from uh, Colin as well, Doctor Colin, uh, to tell us about his Christmas gifts. He's done very well this year. We've done plenty of DVDs, all of which he asked for. Um, from uh, that, that was from Barry. So Barry, not using his imagination there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Barry, as ever, unaware of what around people around him actually want. <laughs> what do you want? So, um, oh, what do you want from me? So, uh, well, well done, well done, uh, well done, Barry and Colin. Uh, William, you're about to open up your gift. Please do. Ah, uh, honk. <laughs> what can you see? Well, it says Census three nineteen award-winning calendar. Good for you. I have no idea what this is. What I've done there, Will. It seems to be a homemade calendar. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to talk, talk through the pictures <laughs> on each one and what, what you're seeing? Okay, so the first one, I see some kind of a mileometer. No, it's 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 a water meter. It's a water meter. <laughs> yeah, it's down a the drain of... outside my house. <laughs> it's the water meter of the drain outside your house. Yeah. And uh, January's model is a blurred picture of a wheelie bin. <laughs> yeah. That's poorly maintained. It certainly is. And for breweries, is a once again slightly shaky picture of a um, um, stainless steel sink. <laughs> March yes. is, of course, a uh, slightly shaky picture at the top of Simon's head, um, at the background of a recently plastered <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> yeah. April is just a shaky picture yeah, of his keep, garden. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> that's a home base receipt. Yeah, that's the back of that's, home base. That's May's model. <laughs> June is a picture of his thumb. Uh, July is a picture of his toilet brush. And uh, there's August and a banister. There's a light switch for September. There's a, a crumb bucket for on, on pebbles for October. There's a stool. No, it's a tap, and sort of I got my leg in shot. <laughs> and December, of course, a light bulb. Yeah, Simon, thank you. <laughs> That's all right. It's the least evocative calendar in the world. The least evocative calendar in the world. Yeah, but the funny wow. thing is, I mean, the front cover is um, 
It's of my. Um, I, was about, I was about to show you the listeners, but I can't do that. Uh, um, <laughs> the front cover is the, the picture of the um, the water meter, and um, the company that I got this made through. Um, keep sending me emails with the picture of the water reading thing saying would you like this on a mug would you like this on a pen would you like this on a t-shirt <laughs> on a pen yeah <laughs> just really small right I'm playing a song oh. Merry Christmas William Merry Christmas Simon are you playing a song yet yeah I'm just just looking at the nice happy warm glow coming over your face <laughs> Well, it's Christmas in the country, and I'm turning off the gas. I'm putting stickers on my face and painting on my legs. We're gonna... Christmas got to die. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas time. Sigourney Weaver, Christmas time! That's, uh, that's right, it's Christmas time. Christmas time. Have <laughs> you been enjoying working your way through your calendar, Will? I have been enjoying working my way... What, you getting older? Enjoying... <laughs> 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 How's your 28 years been so far? Uh, it's been alright, you know. Ups and downs, swings and roundabouts. Fine. Give me a gift. Give me a gift. Gift Give me. Give me a gift. And uh, it's just I've just been warming it in my crotch. So. <laughs> so it's, a cr- it's a crotch-warmed, sweaty shirt. <laughs> with a gift. Oh, with lovely stains on there. Uh, I've had it for five years. Right, okay. <laughs> oh, it's a book. It's a book. Yeah. Simon loves books. <laughs> him off. Him off. Yeah, it's him off. It's a Richard Whiteley memoir. <laughs> Not a Richard Whiteley memoir. It's Richard Whiteley's memoir. <laughs> and it's called Him Off. Him Off. Him Off. Where does Him Off mean, Simon? Well, I haven't a clue. It says on the back. Oh, does it? Yeah. Um, it's um, chiefly Northern English. Him Off Telly. Oh, okay, fine. Right, Him Off Telly. It's a joke about Northern dialects. Oh, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Richard Whiteley is apparently, according to Matthew Norman of the Evening Standard, a surprisingly ego-free performer. Well, now you say that. Uh, Richard Whiteley, the surprisingly ego-free performer. I have taken a little extract that I thought Simon might enjoy. Would you care to read the uh, the first whole paragraph there of... Which, what page is that? Uh, page 50. Page 50. All right, okay. First this whole from paragraph. the chapter, The Varsity Rag. Uh, do you mean from there? Yeah. I was furious. What did they know about radio and television? They, don't, they didn't know who had produced Hancock's Half Hour on the radio in the 50s. They didn't buy the BBC yearbook and read and memorise all the list of, ver- lists of various hierarchies. <laughs> who was the assistant head of the current affairs group? They wouldn't know that. <laughs> who played Mr Grove in the Grove family? Who could hum the original theme tune of Panorama? And I bet they didn't sit in the school chapel working out camera shots in case the service was ever televised. They didn't take the Radio Times every week and look at the production credits. Bloody cheek. They should go off and get a job somewhere else and not try for mine. A surprisingly ego-free performer. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's that's the first extract from that. Hit me with some more, William. Uh, Hang on. Bear in mind, I haven't thanked you yet. Yes, I'm, I'm incredibly aware of that. Uh, uh, with almost audible relief, I offered to show him where the gents was and where he could get a cup of coffee from. He later told me how grateful he was for my early display of friendship and sympathy, and he said he had never forgotten it. When did he tell me that? Oh, some 15 years later, when he was a big cheese at Channel 4. <laughs> Director of programmes, no less. His name was John Willis. <laughs> Needless to say, I had the last laugh. <laughs> well, thank you, William. That's amazing. How many books have you got me this year? Uh, three? Three books. Three books. How yeah. many books have you read in the past six? 
six books, hundred percent record. So you're um, good, you're good to twenty sixteen. <laughs> this is uh, this is it's cliche to be cynical at Christmas by Half Man Half Biscuit from their album Trouble Over Bridgewater. Do enjoy. <laughs> And that was um, that was uh, it's cliche to be cynical at Christmas by Half Man Half Biscuit. William's going to read now from the Quantock Hall. Duh. They walked all the way to the house along the drive. There had been no challenge, and the house was in darkness, and not a sign that there was anyone home. The outside lights, which were always switched on as darkness came, had not been switched on, and not a glimmer of light in any room that they could see. Sean and Anne walk to the side of the outside veranda on in the house at all, but I just know Marcus is in <laughs> Sorry, there. Sorry, whoa, 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 whoa. Back, back a sentence from a veranda. Okay. Sean and Anne walk to the side of the outside veranda on in the house at all, but I just know Marcus is in there, Tim commented as he towards where the light switch was located. As he towards where the light switch was and turned the lights on. As they came on, so the others appeared coming from each side of the drive. Go back again, veranda. Want to hear it again? Sean and Anne walk to the side of the outside veranda, on in the house at all. But I just know Marcus is in there. Tim commented. <laughs> it's oh, extraordinary. I care deeply about all of these characters. What? <laughs> this is all in speech marks. So this is this, oh, this is, is actual. Di- all of this is dialogue. Well, that whole section before was right. Okay. I don't when I don't know when the description of what they are up to turned into dialogue <laughs> in the first bit. Here's another. <laughs> Here's another slice of dialogue. All in speech marks. What are we to do, asked Anne to no one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> She's very self aware, isn't she, Anne? <laughs> that was all dialogue, was it? What are we to do, asked Anne to no one in particular. <laughs> I don't really know how I would respond to that if Anne were to say that to me me but then is Anne saying that to me <laughs> I don't know who's saying that to him well that's lovely stuff William thank you very much uh, that's my present from William the Quantock Horde um, this is um, this is uh, a Christmas jewel oh by really? uh, by the Hives oh and not Cindy Lauper oh a Christmas jewel by the Hives and Cindy Lauper and it's got some swear words in it go grown ups <laughs> Very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And don't only be friendly at Christmas, be friendly all through the year. And stop and smell the roses. Wow. Wow. Party time. Christmas. Woo. Uh, well, did we we had some we had some actually quite good Christmas track cracker jokes, didn't we this year? Well, actually, we we yes. Well, no. yeah. I, I'd I'd like to some, read. Some I'd like to read at least one. one that I think is genuinely quite good. William hasn't heard this one yet, so we'll um, we'll see how this goes. Okay. See if it genuinely is quite funny. Okay. Q. What do you <laughs> give a man who has everything? <laughs> I don't know. What do you give a man who has everything? Antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely quite charming and lovely. Yeah, yeah, I was pleased with that. Oh, just like your good self. Um, I got an extraordinary joke. Um, 
and uh, I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, you might not be able to get, guess it, though. How do snails keep their shells shiny? Uh, don't know. They use snail varish. No, I don't get that. Snail varish. Snail varish. Snail varish. They use snail varish to keep their shells shiny. Snail varish. Do you not get it? Is that meant to be snail varnish? Is it like nail varnish? Snail varish. <laughs> There's a misprint on the Christmas cracker. Snail varish. This is written by John M. Barrett. <laughs> There's a, there's a misprint here, surely. I don't know what Varish is. Varish. Snail Varish. <laughs> it's got to be a misprint, surely. Uh, probably. Now I think, yeah. Oh, you, were you thinking it was quite an avant-garde joke? My and uh, here's a little uh, track for uh, Padre at home. Uh, here's, uh, here's Roaring Jelly with uh, All Family Christmas. And uh, I certainly hope everyone uh, had a lovely family Christmas themselves. Uh, you disgust me. We're playing radio. <laughs> <laughs> that was a roaring jelly with Family Christmas off the album uh, Golden Greats, Golden Cats, Golden Greats, Cats, Roaring Jelly. Simon, how's your phone? Not bad. Read the email. Yes, okay. I'll read the email. Um, the message. Is a car magnate like a Carmelite? And who's that from? Uh, Love Tracy. From the Love Tracy. From the Love Tracy. <laughs> well, the Love Tracy. I'm just looking up... Remember Tracy I Island? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, the Love Tracy. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking, trying to look up Carmelite, Carmelite. Uh, on, uh, on the internet. Which it's is, catalyzed, um, which is so a new thing. Probably a product. Well, it's, uh, it says the Order of the Brothers of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, commonly known as Carmelites. That's surprisingly highfalutin. It is. Uh, it's a Roman Catholic religious order founded probably in the 12th century on Mount Carmel, hence its name. So, in answer to your question, the Love Tracy, um, a car magnate is exactly like the Carmelites. It except sells cars. Yeah. So, um, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, its its main dealership is based atop um, Mount Carmel. And uh, it was also founded by 12th century Roman Catholic um, folk. So, um, I'll tell you what, it was easier to fix your chariot before they had all these computers in, wasn't it? Mm. So, um, this has been a Christmas special from Sorry Not In Service, and I'm filling while William picks another song. Oh, no, I chose one before. Oh, did you? Yeah. Do the radio then. Let's play Do radio. Do the radio. Let's play radio. Radio, 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 Turn your voice radio, down. radio, radio, radio. Indeed, a merry, merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Uh, this has been Sorry Not In so. Service on 10 Radio. And um, William, what have, you, what have you got there? Uh, what I've got is uh, one of those fortune-telling fish, Simon. Oh, that you get in the crackers, the sort of uh, Yeah, everyone, know, everyone knows the fortune-telling fish, don't you? Uh, don't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's the deal? It's kind of like... Um, that, uh, that it's a, it's a piece of red cellophane. Yep, okay. Yes, and it uh, tells your future. If you, if you lay it on your hand. You okay. lay it flat on the palm of your hand. And then it sort of moves, and yeah. you, depending on how it moves, is, is your future. Okay, so yeah. why don't you do that, and I will just wrap up the show, okay. and then you can tell us the result. 
after I finish wrapping up the show. Listeners, thank you very much for coming along. Uh, coming along, sitting down, listening, whatever you do. Uh, there'll be a podcast of this up at some point on the weekend. Uh, we're wishing you a very Merry Christmas. And um, if you tune in on the 10th of January, is it? Yeah, I think it's the 10th of January. We will be having live music in the studio uh, by a Carnivore. Sounds exciting. Which is, uh, which is exciting, actually, William. You, uh, you, you, you're right to say that. But possibly more exciting is the fact that Barry's coming in to help we get Barry back. <laughs> 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 so uh, looking forward to that. How's the... Um, I mean, bear in mind, Will, that we've got... Uh, I've still got a minute and 15 seconds to fill. OK, to fill. <laughs> yeah, to fill. Because we've timed this really badly. Nice work, Simon. Top work. So, Simon, uh, what's your history with Carnival? Uh, my history with Carnivore. Yes. I was uh, in a pop group with him. Oh, we'll, we'll find out next time when we I imagine we will on the 10th so of January. So keep filling. What? We've still got to keep filling. Yeah, we've got about a minute to fill. Okay. We've got well, some varmints outside. We have got some varmints outside. I can see two varmints. Yep. How many, how many varmints are we expecting in total? Two, two. varmints. <laughs> There's that mystery solved. <laughs> If you were, uh, if you How were, much more filling have we got there, Simon? We've got another 40 seconds of filling to do. Well, another 40 seconds worth of filling to do. How's your fish coming along? My I fish is coming str- along absolutely excellently, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> right, listeners, thank you very much for your time and patience. Uh, come back on the 10th of January. There will be a podcast. The full show will be available on Mixcloud. Ooh. Enjoy the varmint. William, explain to us what your fish is doing. It's currently curled up into a kind of a fist but it's just got one, um, like the middle digits just sticking up. <laughs> I'm looking at the guide here. Moving head, jealousy, moving tail, independent hand, tail, love for curling, size, pickles, it turns out to be dead one. Ah, fist with one finger. Yes? It's the end of the show. Lovely stuff. This is Griff Reese with Slashed Wrists this Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Gordano. Good Christmas Dano. <laughs> um, that was the Christmas special. Gordano us, everyone. And um, you're very welcome to it. And um, we will speak to you again on the 10th of January when, as mentioned previously in the show, although it might not have made the cut, we're being joined by the wonderful Carnivore. Carnivore. For some live music in the studio on the 10th of January and a hot interview with the man himself. So plenty to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Um... Will that do? Yeah, that'll do. Bye. Bye. Meep. Good day now. Good day now. Hello. Hello. <laughs> My name's William and I'm a buffoon. <laughs> My name's Simon and all the girls love me because they feel so...